you got to quit five times before you quit. And so, and really push yourself through that. So the first time you want to say, okay, I can't go anymore, no, you keep going. They go to the doctor and they get that bad report. And I'm like, well, first of all, if that happened to you, a lot of that's reversible. And it's not through exercise as much as it is your diet. Welcome everybody into the Run the Race podcast. I'm your host, Jason Dennis, a news anchor and runner and Christian here in Columbus, Georgia. And uh, I'm a member of Max Fitness in Columbus. And uh, I haven't been though in quite a bit. So uh, my two guests, I think, have been hounding me to come back to the gym. I need to strength train. I need to do yoga. I need to lift some weights along with all the running that I'm doing. So uh, I, I know uh, I know what they're going to tell me. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, my guests today are JR and Jamie Askew. And and you know, um, letting you guys know, Valentine's Day, when this episode comes out, will be just a few days away, and uh, they have a great love story to tell. They've been married for the last uh, two years, uh, and they work together at Max Fitness uh, here in West Georgia. Jamie has three daughters, ages 22, 20, and 15. I thought she was only in her like early 30s. So, I mean, know. yeah, did the math. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Jamie has her bachelor's in business management, and JR, uh, he failed his senior year of nursing school at CSU, didn't go back to finish but uh, he has been very successful in the uh, fitness industry. Jamie is currently the recruitment director for American Club Systems Consulting Firm, group fitness coordinator and instructor at Max Fitness Columbus and head trainer at Max Fitness Columbus and still has time to be a, a wife, a mom and everything else. Uh, JR is senior leadership in Max Fitness Corporate, travels around different parts of this area. Uh, Jamie's had 26 years in the fitness industry, JR with seven years in the gym industry and um, he also coached track and field. We're gonna maybe talk him some about running at Northside High School here in Columbus uh, for three or four seasons and uh, they went from one of the worst teams to one of the top teams in the state. I know because my son was uh, ran track and cross country for Columbus High School. They compete very well with uh, Northside for sure. We're going to talk about their passions. JR, one of his is his mantras is don't quit, never quit. Jamie, uh, her passion is, is change, helping people change through fitness and, and faith um, and attitudes and mindsets, especially you know through women's ministry and mentorship and, and fitness. And uh, we're going to talk about what they enjoy about marriage. Uh, I've been married for uh, almost 23 years, um, so uh, um, but uh, they, they've been married the last two years. And uh, I want to introduce you to JR and Jamie Askew. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for inviting yeah, us. Absolutely. Pleasure yeah. to be here. Well, first of all, tell me about um, well how you guys was was working out or the gym or fitness. Did that kind of correlate with how you guys met or got to know each other? Whoever wants to start. <laughs> Go ahead. He tells it better. <laughs> so, um, you know, at, at the time we were on just two different paths, right? Um, as I would think, you know, normal. Uh, but yes, it was through um, essentially employment at Max is when we kind of first crossed each other's paths. And, um, you know, over time, the, the journeys we were on, um, you know, it, essentially they uh, came to a halt on where they were at. And, um, you know, through our, our passion and, and sharing that passion of what we do and um, just being excited to wake up every day, to be able to share that and connect, um, you know, we kind of started crossing paths and then it eventually continued to climb and elevate to where we're at now. So. Uh, but no, it, it was definitely from the gym and, and being in fitness and, and work, and you know, it yeah. happened. <laughs> Jamie, so did you did you see him from a distance and say, oh, look at look at him, you know, working out? Did well, not. Okay, so. <laughs> absolutely did not. Um, so we were we had um, a studio coming up 
in Columbus, and that's we kind of got put on that project together. But just prior to that, the drop-in model at Max, um, which is called PUSH, it's heart rate monitor training, um, myself and then Kathy, who's the GM, we both were heading up that project inside the gym, and we were the head trainers. So, and by I the think way, you remember. And by the way, Kathy, it's hard to interrupt you, but Kathy and Lauren Fuller were one of my first guests on this podcast. Oh, wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so talking yeah. about bodybuilding and, and their love story yeah. as well. So, uh, they're so some of cool. our best friends, and yeah. it just that all kind of happened too through the fitness industry. But, um, long story short, he came on as a trainer. He just, I think you got approached, or maybe mm -hmm. you approached them. So, Kathy and I had to train him, and I thought, this is the cockiest <laughs> guy who knows it all. Um, so, but he took criticism very well, right. and, and, and he learned, and, and he adapted, and, and did very well. But we both moved on to the studio. So, um, no, he was not, I was not a big fan originally. So, what, so, so what, how, what changed your mind and made you fall for him and marry him? I think... Um, maturity. Matur yeah, maturity. Um, he got put head of the studio. Um, I was kind of teaching all over Columbus, Pure Bar. I was at Max. I, I was just kind of all over the place. And um, just his leadership style and just bringing, you know, all walks of life together as you know trainers in this studio you know something brand new coming out in the community and just over time seeing that evolve and it just you know the attraction i mean i guess started and then grew because there wasn't one uh, you know initially so um not not from appearance sake <laughs> <laughs> personality i mean can make somebody look really good or bad you know? yeah 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 so no he was and it just turned out great and i mean he did a fantastic job and then his role increased, you know, through Charlie and through Max and ACS, and then mine did too. So we both were away and then both got brought back to, you know, Columbus Max, which is our hub, both of our, you know, I guess hub for what all we do. Um, but that that's the long and the short of it. Yeah, and so Jamie, d does, uh, does it help to have a partner, a spouse, where you guys share a similar passion for fitness helping others to, to get healthier, but both of you guys work out on a very regular basis too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's part mm -hmm. of your lifestyle. So yes. does that help having someone with that same 100%, yeah. 100%. Um, I think anybody, you know, who has a passion for fitness or just wants to feel better, not even always look better, but to feel better when they have that support of anyone living in, you know, his or her, her household, it's a game changer. So if you're a married person and your spouse is, I mean, obviously there's the, the things that go hand in hand, like the cooking and the, the whatever else, but just your activities on the weekend are typically more, you know, surrounded with getting up and moving and, and you know, we know how to conquer this day. So it makes a huge difference. Yeah, and uh, so Jr. Is there is there competition at all? I mean, do you guys say okay, you know, oh, uh, she's the better half? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I mean, that, like a competition in terms of helping other people out, but also just kind of do y'all work out together? I mean, or is that a no no? So um, <laughs> rarely. Yeah, rarely. But but more so, it's just because of uh, the the time, right? Our busy schedules. Uh, when we get to go on the weekends together, um, you know, it, we do look at it as an opportunity and. And at that time, most of the time it lines up that we are doing the same thing. Um, but it's it's just neat because I wouldn't necessarily say competition, um, but I think part of what has made us work so well is we are both competitive, uh, but we're driven. And at the same time, our biggest passion is to watch other people succeed. 
And so, you know, we help to push each other, uh, remind each other when we do big, you know, if we have vacations and trips, you know, everybody tries to, you know, tone up and get right for that, right, summer body coming up. And, um, you know, so it's those reminders of, hey, you're slacking off or, hey, you know, you probably shouldn't be eating all that ice cream tonight. Um, you already had half the container. So, you know, small stuff like that to be able to push each other. But ultimately, I, I think it's a great balance and we just, uh, we build each other up. Yeah, and I mean, y'all believe in each other. And, and JR, you know, how do you get people, you know, okay, so uh, people being motivated to, to get moving, whatever it is, on a regular basis. And, and that motivation kind of starts at the beginning of the year sometimes, you know, and then it kind of fizzles off. But how do you get people to kind of believe in themselves and for that to kind of stick? So, um, is there is there a secret recipe? <laughs> it, well, it, I think so. Um, yeah. and, and honestly, it's the the foundational principles on how we operate and what we do in terms of you know the American Club Systems way, which Max Fitness is underneath that. Um, but it it becomes less about uh, basically just what you want physically, um, which I know that's kind of what we're here talking about fitness. Um, but, but we always go deeper, right? And so when we have somebody that's talking to us about, you know, goals or they want to get in shape, um, that's just surface level. And so the key is, is to really go deep. You know, we, we have kind of three basic questions. What are your goals, right? Well, why are those your goals? Um, but more importantly, you know, and this is how we say it, right? Best news is we know you're going to be able to accomplish that, right? Because we're here as a support team to do that. But what we want to know is if you take a second to close your eyes and think about, you know, all right, I'm there, right? You're there. Picture yourself, whatever that image looks like uh, on the outside, but also mm -hmm. on the inside. You know, how is your life going to be changed? Are you going to walk with more confidence? Are you going to do better at your job? Is your marriage going to be better at home? Is your relationship with your kids, you're more active? Those are really the goals. It's never necessarily just about, okay, I want to be able to lose 20 pounds. I want to have a beach body. Right. You right. know, th th that's not it. Th there's always, th there's deep, it's emotional connections, right? Um, and, and ultimately what we do, right, we, we sell memberships in our industry or sell personal training, et cetera. You know, selling has a bad rap. We just call it communicating because ultimately what we do is, you know, it's it, in its simplest form, a sale is nothing more than exchange of emotion. And so if we're really doing our job right and we're really helping people um, dig into what the, the emotional impact on what we do, you know, what that's going to get them, then all of a sudden they're bought in. You know, it becomes less about the outward appearance, even though that is a, a benefit to it. It becomes more about, you know, how am I really going to feel in that journey? Because you have ups and downs always, right? Um, but when we cling to that, that feeling and, and that commitment we made to get there, that's what keeps people going. Yeah, and that so was long -winded, but no, no, that's great. <laughs> that's a great answer because you, you want to ask those questions to, to, of accountability for folks and, and mm -hmm. for them for themselves more than anything else. And so, what have you guys found in terms of like what are the the like, biggest obstacles people face? I mean, men or women, in terms of what makes them not go to the gym. In my experience, it's mostly just them getting out of their heads. Like they, everybody has this preconceived notion that. They need to be at a certain level to even get to the gym or to, you know, start a, a gym at home, whatever it is, in their apartment gym. But it's, it's getting them to just realize, okay, if you don't take the step, you're not going to really know if that's true, if that's really how you feel. Um, you're not going to have that one, one step that leads to two steps to get you ultimately where you want to be. So it's really just them getting out of that mindset of just fear, you know, just, you know, they know this, this is a journey. It's not just, well, I'm going to go to the gym one time and that's it. Well, I check the box. It's like, 
you are you ready to turn over that leaf, you know, and just make the change. And that, you know, it's interesting how that's very similar in our, like, our faith journey, too. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. sometimes we feel like we have to be this polished, yes. perfect Christian that we're reading our Bible, we're praying, we're being good, we're not, you know, partying or whatever. And, um, you know, and, and God says, no, I, I've just come as you are. Yes. So do you guys feel that way as well about, like, faith and church? and 100% interchangeable right there. Yeah. Nail on the head. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I think that... Um, you know, part of, of and it's good, right, it's part of, of knowing and, and having the Holy Spirit is conviction. And so what we can't do is allow that, you know, conviction to turn us away. And, and I think sometimes that happens, just like in fitness, right? So, and I may be going deep here. Um, we like deep. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but ultimately, you know, if you're not spending time in the Word, if you're not, you know, surrounding yourself with the church, and, and that's just being the body of people, you don't necessarily have to go to one building, right? Um, but if, if ultimately, you know, we're, we're called uh, to, you know, we're, we're disciples of Jesus. And, and that word disciple can, I think, be interchanged. And, and I'm actually quoting a book right now, um, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say yeah, that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, John Kramer, I think, is the author. But anyway, um, sure. you know, you can change the disciple to simply apprentice, right? And as an apprentice, you know, it's basically you, you do as you see, you follow. Um, and it's like we have the map on where to go and what to do and how to do it, but so often we fall off. And again, we've got the Holy Spirit that gives us that conviction to bring us back on. Um, but with anything else in the world around us and what we're surrounded with and part of being broken is we feel that need of, okay, well, now it's just too late. Or, hey, I'm already digging a hole. I'm stuck in that hole. And it becomes the same thing with fitness, right? Um, because you have people that are like looking to get started. And they're thinking, wow, I'm never going to be able to get here. Instead of just saying, this is where we're at today. And then you have the other side of fitness, right? Where it's like, man, we've been great. Or we were athletes all of our lives. And then we just stopped. And now mm -hmm. in our mind, we can't do the things we used to do. So why do we even start, right? But, but I think the most important thing for both is just remembering that, you know, every day it's a new day. And every day we're washed new. Um, you know, and, and if you want to take that over literal, you know, technically, every second of the day is a new dawn somewhere in the world, right? And so we get caught up just this. And so literally every second we're made new. And it's an opportunity to say, no, this is where I'm at now. And you just start planning on where you want to be. Yeah. And ideally, you know, the steps backwards get smaller, they get less. But even if they don't, that's okay. Where am I at now? And where do I want to be? Here's the plan to get Sometimes there. Sometimes it's one step forward, two steps back, or the, or the opposite or whatever. And, and Jamie, one of the um, things I asked you guys for, like what maybe one of some of the things you guys live by, one of yours was pretty simple, two words. Uh, chase God mm -hmm. um, and that you know sometimes people think well we, we chase and then we've arrived but but honestly we never really truly never. arrive where we that the goal is to always be chasing after mm -hmm. God so what, what does that mean to you so and I mean it applies to everything too as far as fitness or anything in, in your life but I think every one of us has a void for whatever reason it, it could be you know trauma from a childhood adulthood whatever it is but that's never going to be filled without the presence of God. And, and I, I'll go up against anybody on that, having lived it and experienced myself. Um, but it's the same thing if you correlated it with a fitness journey. You're, you've never arrived because you don't just go, oh, well, I've reached my body fat percentage and I'm happy. And, and then it just stops. Well, no, you can very easily go right back to where you started. So, you know, just like as a baby Christian, you remember that place in time 
that you know you accepted Christ and and your life changed and you truly felt the change you know I, I kind of tell people too when they get started like this is a place in time you, you got to forget the rest this is just a marker you're gonna look back on this and go man I made that one decision and now look at look at what it unfolded and it's the same thing with chasing God you know you make that decision and look where it took you that you had no idea I mean I had no idea it'd take me where I where I am right now you know but God knew so I think, you know, and, and we have to go through things to be reminded of that. Like, did you take your eyes off God, you know, or are you just going every time that there's a problem, you know, because that is a problem. It shouldn't. It should be a constant just seeking God and in every decision. And I mean, I encourage clients to, to pray, literally pray. There's so many things we can't do alone. Sure. And, you know, and it could be a food addiction. It could be an addiction of laziness. Turn to God. Give it to God. Those everything matters. If our body is a temple, then taking care of it matters. You know. And so I literally, you know, I'll tell them. Sometimes I'm like, I'm just having a rough week, and I just want to, you know, throw in the towel with whatever it is my goals are. No, that's when you turn to God, and that's when you chase God. Yeah. Even harder because you were already there on the path. Yeah. You know. And and being thankful and grateful to God for like putting. A cocky guy in your way like eight years ago or something. Yes. <laughs> yes. You never know. God's like, hey, I'm trying to get your attention here. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. That is that is true. That is true. If you asked either one of us, you know, seven, eight years ago where we were going to be at today, you know, it would have never had been this picture. No. At all. <laughs> no. At all. Wow. Yeah. I mean, because so, you just never know what the future holds. You just have to say, okay, God, you're in control. I'm going to do my best and because uh, I mean like you said we're only capable of doing so much you know um, on, on our own on our own yeah um, and uh, Jamie you know we are what six weeks into the new year and I know for for like the gym industry it's 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 huge I mean mm-hmm. this time of year yeah. people you know, are getting new members in and people are highly motivated but the old the old joke or whatever uh, conception is that like that people that the gym the gym is full on January 1st mm. or January 15th but then when February rolls around it people you know the the people that were in it for the short haul you know but so how do you you know is it too late for folks if they've fallen off the wagon never ever ever too late <laughs> it's never too late I mean it's it can be your day one all over again yeah but um, you know and I think a, a big part of that is the gym you go to, the community you're involved in, because if you have that welcoming family that says, we want the newbies, we want you day one clueless, we, we want that, we encourage that, and then the members see that and they feel that. And so, yes, January is very busy for us, but we want that every month of the year. We want that to be your January. You know, if it's August, and you're like, well, summer's over. I should, you know, I might as well wait till January next year. Well, no, you're that much further behind. You know, find that day one, wherever that is in the year. Yeah. And JR, you know, people uh, may get discouraged. I mean, they come to the gym and like say from someone like me, like let's take me for instance, I'm not a big weightlifter. I'm, I mean, I'm not experienced at that. I've, I've gone to some personal trainers. I've learned some different techniques, but when I go and I see other people that are like, you know, like they're buff and they're, and they're lifting weights and they're doing it great and they're all these different reps and, and it's intimidating and it can be just, you kind of get this imposter syndrome in, in a way, like do I belong here in the gym? So how do you get people to kind of, uh, get past that, I guess, the judgment-free zone, you know. Yeah, and so, um, well, I think w- one thing uh, that's important for everybody to know is that there's two type of people. 
um, in the gym when, when you're that person, you're looking out and you see these people, right? But they fall into really one or two categories. Number one, um, they really are using that time just to focus on themselves and they are so blocked out, they have blinders on that they're not worried about what other people are doing. And then number two, I promise, they're looking at you thinking, man, whatever it is, they're going to pinpoint something and they're like, I wish I was like that. Yeah. You know, and so you have both of those. Um, but I mean, ultimately, again, it, it, it honestly, it kind of goes back to where you're at um, because as Jamie mentioned, you know, community is a big deal. Uh, again, one of our kind of foundational things for us, it's uh, every gym's four walls and equipment. It's the people inside that make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you go to somewhere that's a similar style to us, um, and we believe in you know having programs, having community, being able to get people involved in different things, um, and, and again, making it back to where everybody understands when they join you know, any gym, but especially ours, it, it becomes a, this is your goal, this is why you're here. Everybody has their goals, this is why they're here. Um, you know, and, and grab somebody, grab a staff member that knows, no matter where you're at, you know, grab a staff member and, you know, don't be scared to ask for help. Um, and honestly, you'd be surprised how many people go into the gym, they're trying to work through something, right? Maybe they're battling something at work or, or and maybe it's a spiritual battle and, and, and this is just where they go in their time. The ability to help somebody just lifts us up, I think, naturally. Even people that aren't people, people, <laughs> you know, they, they enjoy that. And so I would, I would honestly encourage and challenge everybody to say, hey, if, if you have fear, um, let's go ahead and overcome that and ask one of those people for help. Um, and I think people would really be surprised at how many people that just have headphones in and they just look so focused and they're going at it hard would literally light up to be able to have the opportunity to help you. Because, I mean, because when you give, you almost, not, not that you would do it for selfish reasons, but it, it helps you more than it helps the other person. Oh, a absolutely. Lot of times, you know, um, and Jamie, you know, in terms of, um, you, you, one of the other quotes that you gave me when we were talking beforehand, it said, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. So once somebody gets over that hump of like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to the gym. I'm going to go, you know, run. I'm going to go play tennis, whatever it is. I'm going to go do that thing and get out the door. Uh, and then like that fear of like, I'm not good enough or I'm not as good as that person. Once you get kind of past that, how do you know how far to push yourself? Because you know, like, you don't want to get injured when you go to right. the gym and, and do too much, too fast or too much weight. So how do you know the difference between, okay, I need to push myself, but I don't want to push myself too much because that, that's a delicate line right yeah it is and and all humans need rest um, I think one of the best things you can do and not everybody can go this route but if you're not real sure hire a good trainer hundred um, percent you will learn things that you use for the rest of your life and that that's the way I look at it when someone invests in me I'm investing in them and I'm gonna let them learn as much as they will take as much as they will absorb so if you're in that situation, that's great. You have that, that trainer there to help you, you know, and help you not only be accountable, but help you with form and, and, and being safe and such. Sure. Um, if you're not, you really have to listen to your body. Go slow. slow it is not a race. It is a journey. Um, ask questions. You know, if, if you don't, even if you didn't hire a trainer, there's trainers in the gym and they're there to help. I mean, we're looking and we're, you know, kind of like the safety monitors of, oh gosh, you know, that looks very unsafe. So, you know, hopefully people are in a facility like us. I don't know that, but I know in ours, you know, that's what we're looking out for. 
Um, but that person within themselves, they know their limits. Um, but I do. I, I watch my clients and I'll say, I can physically tell that you're wasting your time mm. because it's taking zero effort. Yeah. And I don't want you to waste your time or your money. I'm not wasting my time or my money. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? And so they know they could have pushed, but they didn't do it on their own. And, and does it make a difference like age-wise or male oh, or female? Yeah. Or? So, because, um, and I actually have a funny little test. I used to put my athletes through this at, at track, especially the freshmen. Um, but understanding, because again, you got to listen to your body. Your body will tell you when to stop um, or if you can keep going. Um, and, and the main thing is, you know, the, the feeling that you get, right? Is it, is it uh, are you tired or are you hurt? You know, and knowing that. And so a simple little thing that I used to have people do and, and still tell people this, um, you've got upper body, you got lower body, right? So do a wall squat, sit against the wall, and sit there for as long as you can. At some point, you're going to feel that burn. And it may be quick, it may be long, but you're going to feel that burn. Your legs are going to get tired. You've got to keep fighting, keep fighting, right? I always tell myself, um, or tell myself, I'll tell others, you know, you got to quit five times before you quit. And so, and really push yourself through that. So the first time you want to say, okay, I can't go anymore. No, you keep going. Do you have a record for a wall set? Do you know what I mean? Never timed a long one. Yeah, we used to, yeah, I mean, if if you ran the 800 or the mile, I mean, they would would do five-minute wall sets with a plate. Um, So, yeah, we we were, conditioning was a big thing. But that being said, even for somebody new, you could do that. And that the entire time, you know, it is a very slim chance you were ever going to get injured from doing a wall squat, right? Um, just keep it 90 and 90. But uh, you will feel and experience what fatigue feels like, and you will feel that burn. Mm-hmm. And then same thing on for upper body, just hold a push-up at 90 degrees, you know, or if that's too much, you can, you know, do an easier version on your knees but still maintain at 90 degrees, and same concept, just hold it. Doing those two static movements, basically. At that point, you've experienced what, again, that, that burning sensation feels like that you're working for as you're going. Outside of that, if you feel like, man, you know, something feels weird in my hip or my leg and it doesn't feel like those things, that's when you need to stop and you need to take a rest, mm-hmm. right, and, and stretch and, and let your body recover. Um, so that was always, always a neat little trick I'd always tell beginners on what to do. And, and, and kind of on that, uh, piggybacking on that, JR, you know, uh, the, for, for the mental health back, you were talking about a little bit of the spiritual part, and, and um, we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, marriage and, and kind of the growth that happens there. But from, um, you know, you're, when you go to work out at the gym or run or whatever else, you're working your body physically. But how does that affect your mental health? Because some folks, especially, you know, we've come out of COVID and, you know, everybody's going through mess. I mean, whether it be, you know, stuff with your family or you lose someone, or you lose a job, or just you know uh, not getting along with folks, and uh, your mental health. So how does going to work out your body, you know, help help up here too? Well, I mean, you've got the short, simple, scientific answer, right? Of of it, you release endorphins, Endorph- yeah, um, yeah. right, and then uh, your hormones stay better balanced and in check, right? Hormones having a major impact on everything on how we feel. Um, so there's that simple answer, right? Um, besides that. You know, the, 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 the coolest thing about the impact or relationship between the, the physical um, exercise that you're doing and how it relates to that mental exercise is, you know, number one, a win always feels good. It, it, when you win, you want to keep winning, right? In, and in fitness, well, I've always been passionate about fitness. You know, if you've never been into a gym, you walk inside, you just set a PR. <laughs> you made one step in front of a gym, it's a PR. What other anything in the world can you literally PR every second of every day 
and you can simply find a way that it's proven in there. So when I say that, it's when you're working your body and, and you're making you know progression in, in whatever way you're trying to progress, it simply feels good and you feel good about yourself and you want to keep doing that. Um, that, that happens immediately, yeah. right, if you make that connection. And then as it gets deeper and you continue in your journey, um, you have to, you know, you're, you're constantly trying to push limits. Um, to be able to push limits physically, you have to overcome the mental hump to be able to do that. It, it takes that mentality to be able to do that. And, and sometimes you're not thinking about it, you're not connecting those dots, and it's just happening naturally. But through that, you're developing that strong mentality and that mental strength so that when you're not at the gym, whether it be at home, whether it be you know, you're, you're having a, a disagreement in, in a relationship or whatever else it is that you're battling outside of fitness, um, being able to have those sets and reps mentally that you gained just by simply overcoming something physically sets you up for success in those in those moments. A win-win situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, uh, I know that you, uh, I think I recently saw, I think you posted this on Facebook. You were saying this is a message to like ADHD moms and overspenders, or maybe somebody tagged you in the post yeah. perhaps, but uh, talking about how um, working out can change your financial health as well. So yes. tell me about how, how does that, um, does, I mean, how does it, people wouldn't think that correlates, you know, right. but, but, uh, but I guess maybe, you know, going to have, you know, and, and working out your body will, um, maybe you're spending your time and money on that instead of something else. Yeah. So, um, just an example of that, when I was in the corporate world, I would have, you know, an invite to go to lunch every day but I didn't take that invite except for on Fridays because Monday through Thursday, that was my only opportunity to work out because my girls were little. During your break, yeah. And that was my choice. And sometimes it hurt. And other times I knew, well, okay, one, I feel better because I took care of myself and my mental health. Two, I didn't spend that money at lunch. I brought a lunch and, and you know, prepped that in bulk or, you know, went to Sam's or whatever else. Um, so right there, I was saving money, you know, just in making those decisions and, you know, saving myself health-wise too. But, you know, something when, when you have somebody brand new coming to the gym and they're talking about, well, I can't, I don't know if I can afford this or if I, I can afford a membership or training. So something that we do is, you know, sit down, let's look at, you know, what are, what are things that you like to do? What do you like to spend money on? And right away it's, you know, Starbucks or <laughs> running to Target and spend it. It's mindless money. Streaming. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, and it's time suckers. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you're going to invest your time somewhere, um, just like you're going to invest your money somewhere. So if you're making the choice that you know that you need to do something about your health, well, what are these things that are just frivolous? You know, it's costing you something. So if we take that off and we took that money that you just saved, bet it's going to be a lot less than when you were, you know what I mean? So that mom, actually she's brand new. And uh, she and her husband had talked about it and she was like, I really want a trainer. And she's actually increasing to two times a week because at first he was like, no, 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 that's just too much. And she said, look, a lot's gonna change. I won't be out at Target, you know, when you're at work, pushing the baby around. <laughs> it was all these things just and justified. I was like, yes, girl, yes, yes. Do you wanna be on the sales team also? <laughs> but that was what she tagged me on because she was like, I'm saving money. And so she now wants everyone that she knows to know, okay, first of all, I feel amazing. It's only been a few weeks, you know, I feel amazing. I'm saving money. 
you know, versus looking at it like, ah, oh, look at this cost. Look at this investment. <laughs> okay, well, you're investing your money somewhere. Do you want it to, you know, hopefully help you live a longer, you know, better life or just junk you don't need. You didn't yep. even go in there for that purpose, <laughs> you know, or coffee. I mean, what is that doing for you? So, so you're saying a workout is better than a mocha frappuccino? I am. Good? I am. I actually am saying that. You could have that. both. You could have, you could have the workout and then, and then go after. Get, get a, get a uh, protein shake afterwards. That's there right. Something like that. That is yeah. 100% right. So <laughs> and, yeah. And Jamie, speaking of uh, food and drink, I want to talk about that a little bit too, because um, I've heard this before and you guys correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I've even heard from personal trainers uh, like your Yourselves that like they say and, and it's your job is fitness they say that 75 80 percent of the game is food or drink and then the, I mean and then obviously you know working out allows you maybe the the ability to maybe eat and drink a little more of what you want but um, how important is nutrition and is there a is there a right or wrong way to do it or is that just based on somebody's body type I guess yeah so um, you've probably heard this you can't out train a bad diet yeah and it's true. And I've tried a lot of times. I'm still um, trying still, Yeah, he still hey, listen, tries. I, I run 40, 50 miles a week, and so I get kind of eat what I want. But, but you know. I, yeah, well, it's a lot. first of all, you're a man. No. <laughs> but it, but you, you could have, you know, but you do that, that you're consistent. Sure. Consistency literally trumps anything and everything. So whatever you're consistent at, that is what's going to show on the inside and the outside. Now, having said that, if you think back to um, your great-grandparents and then their parents, they ate a lot of food. There would be a spread on the table. Sure. There were real cakes, real sugar, real butter. Casseroles. But they were not overweight. You know, it was everything in moderation. It's more 80-20. We ate a lot of whole foods, or they ate a lot of whole foods, or I ate it when they cooked for me. And then they had that 20%, you know, big old slice of homemade cobbler after. So it's the same thing. You want to enjoy your life, but you want to feel good enjoying your life. So you can try to kill yourself in the workout, but if you had just had that balance in there, you know, with the nutrition, you're going to feel better doing that workout. You're going to have the energy. You're going to have the clarity in your brain, but you're going to be taking care of your organs too. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, it, all of it, it's not just about, well, you could trim some fat. It's what's happening inside your body. You know, what is your cholesterol right now? You know, those things that I think a lot of people don't want to, you know, think about until they go to the doctor and they get that bad sure. report. And I'm like, well, first of all, if that happened to you, a lot of that's reversible. And it's not through exercise as much as it is your diet. Yeah, yeah. But you'll feel better doing both. You know? Absolutely. Oh, they yeah. go hand in hand. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's what you put in that's going to come out. And you JR, is, is there truth to that, that, that men have it easier? Uh, to, yeah, one, one, <laughs> she's 100%. looking at you like... <laughs> well, in, in, Take a in, push class. Right. And so, <laughs> but again, you go back to, you know, we have testosterone, right? Um, sure. And, and so with that, it's easier for us to build and maintain uh, muscle. And, um, you know, and, and when we're in fitness consultations, right, uh, one thing we try to break down is we don't quite go the 70, 80, or, you know, 20, 30. Um, but we will say that, you know, it's, it's 50% nutrition, 40% resistance training, 10% cardio. Uh, and, and, and to be quick, it's mainly just uh, for every, and this isn't scientifically perfect, but we're just rounding for simple numbers. For every pound of dry lean muscle mass, you burn an additional 50 calories at rest. And so naturally for guys, um, we have more muscle, we carry more muscle, we're able to maintain that muscle better just because of testosterone. 
And so, yeah, the amount of work that we do, we end up developing and maintaining our lean muscle tissue a lot easier than women. And so therefore, if we decide to take that, you know, three day trip wherever and we stop working out and we may binge on something, uh, the, the impact it has on us is a lot less than it has on women. It sounds like you like to eat food like me. <laughs> I do like to eat food. Oh, and I like to eat food too. Yeah, I do like to eat food. But, you know, I also enjoy uh, golf's my, really my main only hobby now. Are you walking though or are you riding the car? No, I'm definitely oh, riding so the car. So not really much extra, extra, you're swinging the club like a hundred times. But, but that's what I'm saying. But between swinging the, well, I'll tell you what though, I'm really not that good. And so if I was hitting the fairway, it would be great. But as much time as I spend walking in Oh, so you are getting a little bit, you're walking a few <laughs> yeah. miles into the woods. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Chopping. And to tell you guys a quick story um, that, that'll maybe uh, kind of promote personal training, about nine, ten years ago, I was not a runner at that point, and I was, and I was, and I had, you know, you, where I would get up to 200, 205, and then I would do a, a diet, and I would lose 25, 30 pounds in like two or three months. Mm -hmm. And then over the course of the next six months, I would kind of gain it back. Bad mm -hmm. habits and just just, you know, I wasn't really working out or, or I was playing maybe basketball here and there. And then I got with a personal trainer and I started running and doing a couch to 5K. And he says, okay, we're going to try to work on your body, uh, the body fat mass index or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, he said, we're going to get you from like 22 down to like 12%. That's kind of our goal. And so he gave me this kind of... Uh, different kind of like the good carbs. He said, eat the good carbs, not the bad carbs, that kind of thing. And it worked. I mean, I, and then now that I'm running and, and kind of look, watching what I eat, I'm kind of, my window of weight is like 175 to 185 and I don't stick, I don't, I don't get yeah. away from that. So, um, so I mean, there is really a secret to it uh, for sure. Um, in terms of secret to success for, uh, for marriage, you guys have been married two years. Has it been more than two years now? Well, yeah, so well, I mean, a little over two years. years. Yeah, December. But, yeah, but we've been together seven. So, so are we past? I want to uh, count that. Are we past the honeymoon stage? Oh, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, we're, we're always going to be in the honeymoon stage, yeah. right? I mean, we're never getting out of that. Gotcha. No, and no, and I asked you guys off mic what you enjoyed about marriage, and, and Jr. You talked about overcoming obstacles and growing together, and then I'll, I'll ask you first about this, Jamie. So you talk about. Uh, having a partner that you, you kind of balance each other. You're not exactly alike. You know, you you have your differences or, or maybe things you love together. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you kind of can see a different perspective and conquering life together. So how important is that? You know, whether, I mean, because I mean, you guys, obviously fitness is a big part of your life, but then you step out of that arena mm -hmm. and you are, you know, who you are and you, you know, maybe love to do different things, whether you're homebodies or whatever else. So what does it mean to have somebody that knows, okay, hey, I know, what Jamie's gone through today kind of thing, you know? Oh, I mean, as far as that goes, it, I think that's super important. Um, sometimes you don't want, always want to share what you've gone through or just maybe you don't want to talk about it, but just having that person there that, that kind of knows. Um, I think the biggest thing is, you know, if you, you don't want to marry somebody just like you because what's different? What changes? How do you see things differently? How do you grow? Um, if you marry someone who can, you know, counter everything that you're saying or say, well, let me play devil's advocate, that's what gets you thinking and like, okay, well, maybe I shouldn't have been so beat up about that thing. Okay, I'm seeing, I was just a little too emotional about it. Um, I need that, you know, I mean, I don't know, probably most females do. Um, my daughters like to talk to him more than me because my mama bear will come out and, you know, or, you know, feeling like, well, why did you let that happen? You know, versus 
okay, let's sit down and have some logical, let's just get to the root of the thing, you know. But in, in having heard that over the years, it helps me to when they do come to me about things, I just, I take, nope, that's, that's feeling, that's emotion of yours, push it back. Um, but you wouldn't have those things if you had a, a partner that was constantly, you know, oh, yep, yep, you're absolutely right. And never just, you know, you had that sounding board to bounce it off and, and be okay with somebody saying, mm -mm, you're wrong in yeah. that situation. And kind of to jump off of that, you guys are both, you know, personal trainers and, and work with people and you're, you have a desire and passion to help other people out. But Jamie, so do you feel sometimes that you feel like that you're demotivated and, and, and somebody like your husband or somebody can help pick you up and kind of, and, and brighten you up? Because I mean, you're not always like super positive, like and super motivated all the time, or maybe you are, I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I mean, it, I, that's a question I get a lot. How do you stay motivated? My answer to that is forget that word exists because <laughs> you're maybe 1% of the time yeah. motivated. Yeah. It's discipline. And then if you want to say what mode, I mean, if you, if you just, well, okay, then what is it? It's the end result. It's yeah. after yeah, it that is. workout. Yeah. It's not at the beginning because, oh, we, we'd all rather be sitting on the couch watching Netflix. Sure. You know, and I mean, even if he, you know, I used to get really aggravated because he would want to work out on the weekends. And I'm like, no, Saturday morning, I want to sit in this bed <laughs> in my robe and drink my coffee. That's right. You bring it to me. Yes. And he does. <laughs> but we're, because we, we wait, we go to bed early, we wake up super early. Sure. So that's still sure. going to happen on the weekends, right. which is good because we still get our whole day. We yeah. don't like mm -hmm. sleeping our day away. Um, but, but you sleep, know, but sleep is important. Though. It is. Oh, oh sleep is it. the root of oh, all of it. I mean, if you it's, want to be honest. A, I mean, I know, you know, in running and working out, it's, it's, it's as good as like those weights is as good as, you know, that workout. Yes. You know? And rest yeah, is course. you need rest yeah. and, and, and those kinds of things. But if you've gone to bed and you've gotten up, why are you wasting your day just laying around? So I needed, you know, that little motivation of, come on, we're, we're both going to feel better. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you're right. And it is, you know, I got my one cup. Just let me get one cup and then let's get up. Okay, we're going to get up, you know. And, and it's a balance, JR. I mean, sometimes, you know, you can do things for yourself. Like you have your own things. Jamie has her own things. Like any, you know, good husband and wife hopefully have a little bit of space. But, you know, it's also sometimes like, okay, I want to do this, but I'm going to choose not to because I want to spend time with her, right? Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And so... <laughs> we talk about this all the time. Um, which is it's, good. it's choices. It's choices. Yeah. It is. It is. Um, and so, you know, it, it, number one, it helps that we share a majority of the same passions, right? We may look at things differently, but we enjoy, majority of the, enjoy them. Um, because as I've learned early and as a young man, compromise is everything, right? And so, um, you know, being able to still have those things that you enjoy together um, that still give you that drive and, and, you know, fulfillment on sometimes if there is something that you'd rather do, right? Um, you know, like uh, I'd, for my activities and if I'm like playing outdoor sports and stuff like that or it's more like, hey, time with the boys, there's still so many options that essentially that same feeling that I want from the body and everything else I can enjoy with my wife too. Yeah. And so we're able to do that together. Um, and then just constantly remind, you know, again, we, we set goals uh, and in all categories, you know, faith, family, fitness, finances, fun. Um, and, and it's just about, you know, making sure that we make progress towards every one of those things. And that, you know, majority of the time, it's we do it together. Yeah. 
And one last thing for you guys before we close out, and I'll start with you, JR. You know, this is something you guys talked to me about a little bit in your kind of bio beforehand was that, um, you know, sometimes just how other people think about us, just kind of forgetting that or not even looking at that, which is which is tough. It's maybe easy to say, mm-hmm. but to actually do it. Um, and uh, you were telling me, JR, about how, you know, in the book of Acts, you know, ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And how, you know, just because you feel like you are ordinary doesn't mean you can't go into that gym and have a great workout or go and have a, a great run, whether it be a marathon or whatever else, or go, you know, and, and um, play racquetball or whatever. So, you know, how do you, um, you know, what would you say to folks that feel like that, you know, I, I just don't feel like, I won't use the word motivated, uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't feel like that, you know, that, um, you know, that I can do something, you know, special, you know. So my, my first literally response, and I have actually had this conversation a lot, is who's defining special? Yeah. And, and who's in control of that? Um, you know, there's, there's what do we, what, what do I want? And then there's what is the approval I'm seeking? Um, and you've got to be able to separate those two things. Um, because, again, it's, it's not... It's not up for others to decide what's extraordinary. Um, and too often times we fall into that, and especially in the fitness world, right? I mean, it is a vain industry. It's a vain world. Um, and uh, the, the more you, it's like the, the more you try to search inward, the more you end up actually grasping outward for people's approvals, right? I want a six-pack. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and, and but why do you want that six-pack? You know, again, is it is it you or is it because you see it on somebody mm-hmm. else or you feel like, oh, these people, you know, get this attention from these people, and because and, this is real world stuff. And social media has, made, has, has exploded that even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, in fact, that's something we were just talking at church last week is, uh, you know, with technology. Um, you know, is it like who's the master? You know, and, and more times than not, technology and social media, you know, is, is actually the master to us. Sure. And it's taking our time, attention, and feelings. And then even if we have that flipped, and it's like, no, okay, I'm in control of that. Um, it still turns around and gives us that feeling of, all right, well, you know, hey, Siri, do this. And then Siri does that, right? And so we lose the sight of the fact that we are a servant to something greater. Um, and, and anyway, just, uh, I don't know how we got on that tangent, but <laughs> you said something that triggered it. Um, but, Trigger. but, but, but again, I, I think it still goes back to the same thing is, you know, when it comes to fitness and, and all aspects of life, um, it, just that who are you serving and why are you doing it? And are you serving those people around you? In such a way that, you know, hey, you're, you're not here to, to love and, and give grace as we're called to do, but, you know, you're, you're seeking approval from those instead of, you know, ultimately seeking, you know, approval of Christ. Yeah. Um, That's the healthy why. Correct. Yeah. You know, it, it, it is. And it wanting is. to be just a healthy, I mean, because our, our body is, is a vessel, you know, and uh, so it's... it's not that we're serving ourselves, but it's just you know being healthy. We got this one life, right? Might as well, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and again, it's just important for people to understand that like what you want and your goals. First off, what's the foundation of it, right? Um, is it sand or is it rocks? But it, it becomes a you know that that is your thing. And so there's textbooks, there's articles, there's all these things that you know say this is correct, and there's all these studies that say this is correct. But at some point, it's still a human behind that. That's like, man, this is really good. I want my word to get out. If, you know, being fit to you is being able to, you know, run marathons and, and wake up the next day and not be immobile for, you know, 48 hours, whatever it is, well, then, you know, that's what's important to you. 
you know, and, and what's going to continue to propel you. And for, you know, bodybuilders, you know, if, if that's the look and the feel that they want to be able to do, well, then that's what's important to them. Um, you know, everybody's different and everybody has what they want. And it's just what is that foundation of what you want? If it's based on seeking approval of others and, you know, essentially the analogy of the sand, it's not going to last. It's not going to stay consistent. You're going to fall down. And God will give you those desires of your mm-hmm. heart. But I mean, He wants it to be something where you're, you've got, you got Him up here, Correct. and not just you know, kind of self-indulgent. Mm-hmm. And Jamie, you know, we were talking about how you know, not seeking that approval of others, and that can be very freeing. That can because, and I know, I'm, and not to say that like men and women are tons different in this, but maybe, maybe women, perhaps, I don't know if there's more of a kind of uh, self-consciousness or like comparing themselves with other women. So how do you find it that, that, that equates to freedom for folks? Well, and I shared something about this too on, on social media, in fact, and I think it was one of the biggest, you know, people sliding up and saying things. Um, but it's a very personal situation for me, and this is probably one of the biggest things that JR helped me with. Um, I want to say early on, but I, I don't think it was. I think it still took me a couple of years to let go of what people thought. Um, at, but, it, you know, it stems back. I never had a normal childhood. My I lost my dad when I was 10 years old. So there's a lot of decisions in there that I made consciously and, you know, subconsciously that if I'd had proper guidance, you know, that I wouldn't have made. So I always felt that shame of, you know, not having what to everybody else was normal. Yeah. Um and then so that carried into, you know, volunteering at church, um, having three daughters. You know, God, why would you give me three daughters? I, I don't know. You know, I've made all these mistakes. You know, how am I guiding them? And it was a constant fear of what are people going to think? What are people going to think? What are they going to, you know, I've been divorced. How, how do I teach this, you know, girls Bible study? You know, and constantly, you know, God was putting me in front of all these women. And now here I train all these women online, in person. Yeah. And, but I still held on, held on to this but I'm not good enough, but I'm not, but, but I've done this, but I've done that. And I mean, even though I'm a Christian and that's, that doesn't line up with God's word that who cares, you know, but that still weighs so heavily on me. And I would, I would get so upset about something. He's like, well, why do you care what they think? Who are they? And I was like, well, <laughs> but I always had a, well, a rebuttal. Like, so, well, so how did you, well, how well, did well, you well, get, well, not that, I mean, we're always, we're always, I mean, it, it's a constant yeah. like uh, battle and you always try to win, but how did you get over the hump? So just, just literally going, you know, it was like a light bulb one day and said, you know what? That's right. What do I think about me doing this yeah. or having done that? Am I okay with it? Do I accept it? Do yeah. I know that I'm loved? Am I past it? Yes. Yeah. What does it matter? what they think. What does it even matter? Yeah. So we're, so we're just saying screw them, right? Yeah, literally. <laughs> screw them. Screw them. It doesn't matter. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's so important to that lesson is to just kind of, and, and be happy with yourself. I mean, that, that's, you know, that can be the root of a lot of things. I mean, be happy with what God made, because God made you and be happy with that. Because if you're not happy with yourself, you're, you're, it's, it's really going to be very difficult to love others. Yes. If you don't, I mean, not, and it's not an egotistical yes. thing. It's not co- like, 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 oh, look at me. I love myself. No, it's just like, listen, I'm comfortable in my skin, right? Yes. And when I walk into that gym or when I, you know, when I walk into work or whatever else. So, yeah. Yep. Well, JR and Jamie ask you, thank you guys so much for joining us the last uh, 40, oh, 45 minutes uh, for opening up about uh, your love story and your love for fitness. And hopefully folks can make it out to Max Fitness in North Columbus or other 
facilities around uh, around town. And uh, so uh, we'll see you guys. I promise. I'm going to come to the gym soon, okay? All right. I promise. Uh, we're looking for you. You're here. You're on mic, camera. You know? <laughs> and, and we can view check-ins also, just so you okay. know. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. been a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going up right now and figure out. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to kind of get a, get manually kind of see if I can check in. <laughs> got to be in there. Yeah, scan the front. Gotcha. Cool. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah, All right. Thank, thank you. you. And I'm going to hold true to my promise, uh, try to uh, head back into the gym because I'd love to see folks like JR and Jamie there. They are um, just really, you know, joyous, happy, really excited to see you and see anybody come in the gym. Uh, like JR was saying, you know, it's a PR, it's a personal record, uh, especially if you haven't been to the gym in a long time or maybe it's your first time there. Um, you know, you, you going there is an accomplishment in itself and then you can take it from there, make it a habit, make it part of your lifestyle. And uh, nutrition is at least 50% of it as well. So what you eat in 2023 and beyond makes a huge difference as well, as long with doing that cardio and those workouts, lifting weights, whatever you do, uh, important to, to have a healthy balance, not only physically with your body and, and staying in shape, but also spiritually, financially. We talked about those things, talked about uh, their love story and, and uh, their, um, you know, trying to get other folks to really uh, focus on wanting to get fit, figuring out their why, because that's the one of the most important things they talked about is figuring out, you know, those deeper goals, not just trying to lose those 20 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever, but what are your deeper goals? Why do you want to lose that weight? Um, and uh, what do you want to get out of that for your overall life? Because we want to have a happy marriage. We want to have, you know, where we can, you know, enjoy work and have energy to do our jobs and to, to have, you know, and to enjoy our time uh, away from working out and eating or whatever else. So uh, some, some great wisdom from uh, this great couple. I enjoyed having them on. And uh, like I said, you know, uh, number three episode was uh, two of their friends. Uh, they're also part of Max Fitness, uh, Lauren and Kathy Fuller. Check that out. That was an episode from three years ago. So I appreciate you uh, helping me um Keep this uh, show going uh, for uh, now, uh, now almost 150 episodes. And if you, uh, you know, we're on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and I uh, would love for you to write a review if you're on Apple uh, Music, uh, Apple Podcasts. So go down to the bottom of the Run the Race page and, and uh, you know, give us your thoughts. A couple sentences, you know, five stars would be great uh, because you know, uh, smash that like button and uh, subscribe to it um, because we'd love to to kind of you know continue to. To offer up, uh, you know, this this stuff about uh, faith and fitness on a uh, regular basis. Uh, it's really having a lot of fun. In fact, the last episode we had, um, we had my friend Scott talking about chi running. If you want to learn a little more about what that is and and uh, how that can help you avoid injuries, a lot of which he's dealt with. Also, how he uh, kind of fought through and dealt with divorce and how fitness helped with that. And uh, how he, like me, is uh, trying to run a marathon in all 50 states. It's, it's a huge goal, uh, but one that I think is, is a valuable one in a lot of ways. Now on to our uh, parting gift, which we have uh, every now and then on uh, this uh, Run the Race podcast. Some wisdom to kind of close out the episode. And this one's kind of a, a reminder of why this uh 
podcast. This show is called Run the Race. Um, it's not because this podcast is about running, even though I do talk about that every now and then, at least a guest maybe once a month talking about that. Um, it's something I'm passionate about and that I think that anybody can do no matter what. Uh, but the the but the main reason that this is called Run the Race it comes from Hebrews 12.1 in the Bible. Uh, that verse says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. It sure does. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And it goes on to say about how you know that race that we're focused on Jesus and what he wants us to do, not what we want. Uh, all about giving him glory and focusing on him. So running that race. And, and you know one of the key words there is perseverance because there's going to be challenges. There are going to be ups and downs, peaks and, and valleys. And um, kind of can keep on persevering because we want you to run the race of life the best way you can. And the best way we can do that is with the strength of God, with the wisdom of God, directing our path, making that path straight, uh, as straight as it can be at least. But again, it's going to be a lot of bumps along the way, no matter what, whether you're a Christian or not. And, And in fact, as a Christian, probably more bumps. So get ready for that. Closing out now in prayer, dear God, just thank you for this time together and to talk to this great couple about things about you know our temple our, our body is a temple that you've made for us and we just thank you so much for allowing us to be able to do that to be able to strengthen our muscles and to to help our hearts and to take care of our bodies uh, while we're here on this earth, whether it be for 50 years or 100 years or whatever it is, Lord God, that we look forward to everlasting life with you in heaven if we truly believe Jesus in you as our personal Lord and Savior and live that out in our lives. We just thank you again for this opportunity to talk about you, to, to share and uh, to be open about it, uh, talking about um, you know fitness spiritually, physically, mentally, and so many other ways, God, that, that you, you help us to, to be better men and women. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much again, folks, for uh, being here for this podcast as we um, uh, roll on in the month of February. And uh, a few days after this uh, will be my 47th birthday. We also have the Super Bowl coming up. I might have a little bonus episode in the next few days talking about uh, faith and football uh, related to maybe the quarterbacks uh, playing in this Super Bowl coming up. Hope you enjoy watching it. And, uh, you know, don't worry about eating healthy food. Uh, just enjoy some some good food while you're watching the big game on Sunday night. And uh, you can you can make up for it next week, right? You can, you know, have, have, uh, have the cheat day or cheat night while you're watching the big football game and uh and be safe for sure uh wherever you're headed to to watch that game Uh, until next time peace